0: Hey guys, it is Georgie Stevenson from the Rise and Conquer podcast. And Madeline Carafa from the Healthy Hustlers. We are so excited. We have joined forces and we're going on tour. We'll be hitting the road to bring our communities a live podcast event. Brisbane, Melbourne and Sydney girlfriends, get ready. We're coming for you. The Rise and Conquer
1: X Healthy Hustlers live podcast is proudly brought to you by Shopback and supported by EcoTan X Eco by Sonia and Goodness Me Box. A well-being and mindset event that has been designed to nourish your mind, body and soul and inspire you to step into your power, realise your full potential and take empowered action.
0: This event includes a nourishing and healthy breakfast. A morning of interactivity and mindfulness workshops, a live podcast session with me and Madeline, an expert panel to dive deep into all things holistic health mindset and embark on a journey to take empowered action and step into your power. Plus, of course, you get a goodie bag jam packed with your favorite health and well-being products that is valued over a hundred dollars. And of course, you get to meet and greet me and Madeline and all of your new girlfriends. You'll leave feeling
1: confident to take control of your dreams, knowing you have a new community of girlfriends supporting you along the way. With your notebook packed with practical tips and new knowledge you can inject into your daily life, you'll have exactly
0: what it takes to rise, hustle and conquer. Tickets are now on sale. We will be in Brisbane on Sunday, the 4th of August, Sydney on Sunday, the 11th of August at Pier 1 and Melbourne on Saturday, the 17th of August at 40 Road Hyatt. Get your tickets now. Check out the show notes or go to the links in our Instagram bios. We cannot wait to meet you all. See you all
1: there. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with inspiring hustlers. I'm your happy host, Madeline Carafa, self-proclaimed health enthusiast and full-time hustler. Through storytelling, I combined health, well-being and business with a fresh perspective to share the stories of some of the most influential and inspiring hustlers. Whether you're looking for an engaging and easy-to-digest pep talk or a boost of healthy enthusiasm to fuel your health and wellness goals. The Healthy Hustlers podcast is your go-to for kicking butt in work and play. Today's guest is the ultimate fitness powerhouse with a bio that includes trainer, ninja, author, media personality, presenter, entrepreneur, and mother, It is no wonder Tiffany Hall inspires hundreds of thousands of people across the globe to become stronger, more confident and incredibly capable. The creator and founder of tiffxo.com and fan favorite in her role as head trainer on The Biggest Loser, Tiffany Hall is one of the most highly regarded trainers in our country picked by Chris Hemsworth and his team to lead their new fitness and mindset app centre, Tiffany continues to push the boundaries, challenge the status quo, and evolve herself as both a trainer and an entrepreneur. Very warmly welcoming me into her beautiful, bright family home with a dining table full of healthy and delicious snacks, and a beautiful peppermint tea for us to enjoy. Tiff's vibrant and energetic personality is absolutely electric, and I loved chatting to her about her phenomenal career, her insane passion for fitness, and her eagerness to continue to learn. I got so many beautiful direct messages from you guys after posting a photo with Tiff, so I know you are just as excited as me for this episode. I hope you all enjoy. This episode of The Healthy Hustlers is proudly fueled by Naked Harvest. A women's first all-natural supplement brand that is designed to elevate your performance and optimize your day with their natural pre-workout blends. Beautiful tip. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. Thank you for
2: having me. Oh,
1: thank you for having me in your beautiful home. I'm so excited to chat to you today and so appreciate all your time. So I love kicking off these conversations mm-hmm. with a bit of an icebreaker and finding mm-hmm. out something about the guests that most people might not necessarily okay. know. So, you know, with social media these days, and especially someone like yourself who is in the media yes. a lot, um, I think people tend to think they know everything about you, but yeah. there's always something a little bit quirky yes. or unique. Yes. So oh what is God. it about Tip?
2: <laughs> uh, um Okay. Look, today's a big example. I think I'm very clumsy. And... <laughs> Today, for example, I put fabric softener in the washing machine instead of proper detergent and it overflowed and flooded and then I went to get a vase out to put these flowers in and I smashed it like I reached up over my head and it went over my hands like a footy and it just shattered everywhere. So it's shoes on for the rest of the week like because I'm just so clumsy. and. That I know. Everyone so who funny. works with me sort of knows it and it's irritating, I think. <laughs> I just can't. I don't know. I think it's because I get these ideas in my head and I do things quickly and I'm always go, 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 and go. So excited. And excited. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, oh my God, let's get the flowers in the vase like <laughs> right now and then the vase chatters and then I'm like, oh, and then I'm trying to half sweep up glass and get, get in the shower and it's just always – that intensity and people always tell me to calm down but I just can't and I think it's a good thing because you know if you're an entrepreneur if you're into startups or whatever you're doing in life you need intensity yes and to drive and be the leader and to get things done, you need to come with that passion. And so as much as I'm clumsy and I am always at 100 out of 100 um, in terms of energy, I think, well, you know, that's that's what I do. Yes. So
1: deal with it, people. That <laughs> it's is bad. bad. <laughs> and sometimes though it is being clumsy is that little reminder of like, okay, sometimes I do just need to like mm, slow down I need a little to, bit. It's
2: and like, you know what? <laughs> I have a – I wear a heart rate monitor sort of a, a watch with, you know, I track everything and I'm always looking down at it and it's saying like whether you're stressed or not and (laughs) your heart rate and things like that. And often i look down and it's like like, my body battery is just drained and it's not even like seven in the morning (laughs) because I get up so early. So I'm like, okay, I've got to – I'm in a deficit already. I have to slow down. down. So that's why I wear it, not to like – know how many calories I'm burning or how many steps I wear it because I'm like you need to slow down girl
1: definitely like good little trigger I like that and I've
2: got um a reminder on it to breathe
1: like every hour five
2: long slow breaths five seconds in five seconds out and it beeps and it vibrates me into the the breaths which is is annoying sometimes I take it off and I like (laughs) chuck it
1: I don't have time to. I don't
2: have time to breathe (laughs) But it is a good reminder and I'm a bit obsessed with those trackers. I love that. That's a really good little
1: (laughs) trick because breathing is so important to our health. Like as if that mindful breath of just like and how much it can calm the nervous system in like a few seconds. The parasympathetic nervous system and it's it's
2: flooding that body with the calming chemicals and shutting down the cortisol and the fight or flight mode. And, uh, you know, it's it's very important to do but it's also hard. It
1: is. It definitely is. But, yeah, no, I really like when I started doing getting into meditation Mm -hmm. a lot more, I just couldn't believe how much – a simple thing like breathing or, you know, taking a moment to take a big breath. Yeah. One can calm our system, but also how we're so unaware of it all day. Like we're doing it all day. You can be holding your breath. Yeah. And we're just so unaware that our body's even doing that for us. You need that quality breathing. Yeah, definitely. So... Well, I always do like getting a little sneak peek, though, Mm -hmm. into what the guests were like growing up. So I would love to know a little bit about your childhood, what you were like. I'm sure you were a very active kid. Yes, a bit
2: active. (laughs) But if I tell you you won't believe me, I was very shy. I actually, yeah, in year 12, 17, 18, I won the you know, they give out awards at you know, before our formal, the teachers gave out awards. Yes. And I won the award for the Beacon Award because every time they asked me a question in class, my cheeks would go bright red like, like a beacon, really? you know, um, attracting ships or whatever. <laughs> like it was just I was so shy and always blushing. Oh, my goodness. And, I honestly look at my career and what I've done and who I am now and that shy kid I can't believe – I would always, I have a little sister. Yes. And she was always really ballsy. Yeah. Okay. And I would, I couldn't even order at a restaurant on my own. Or if really? I got a drink and I needed a straw or something, I'd send her up to ask for wow. it or order for me. Or, you know, if we're at a, I don't know, on holidays, like yeah. can, at a fun park or something, can you go get the tickets? Can you go do it? And she was like my spokesperson because I was so shy.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: Yeah. I could not even <laughs> so, ever imagine that. I know. With you. So she's like, mm, you, you like, like talk and like <laughs> you're on stage and then you're like training thousands hundreds oh of thousands of people goodness. and then I'm on TV in front of millions and I'm just like, yeah, now I am. It. But I think it comes down to doing something that I'm very confident in my yes, capability. Okay. So it's like in my comfort zone. Definitely. So I'm not as shy in that. In that. But like when I was at university even I – randomly did a degree in modern languages and you know every time the teacher would speak to me in French I would just freeze up like I just was so shy all the time at university too.
1: Even at that age Mm,
2: in my early 20s.
1: shift for you do you think or was there did you do any kind of self-development or work around? Um, It was really a
2: split personality because I was horrendously shy like I felt sick if I had to do public speaking or speak Mm -hmm. but then when I was in, I grew up in my um, family taekwondo school teaching yes. martial arts, and whenever I was taking a class, it was like a duck to water. I was just like my thing, and yeah, okay. I was out the front and giving commands in Korean because <laughs> taekwondo is according like, chadi kunye. And then I would be like, Hanadul set net," and I would just go for it, right? And my parents were like, Who is <laughs> oh who is this goodness. girl? Like, and then I would be shy again. Like so it was just crazy. a split personality. When I was training people, I just always loved yes. it in fitness, in what I felt really confident yeah, okay. in teaching and doing. And but outside of that, and I guess the the changing point for me was when I went on gladiators and well, became a gladiator and got that role. And um, it was sort of a performing role because the yes. gladiators had to be characters. And we did a lot of acting classes going into really? it. Really? Did you? So although we were trained in the games yes. and the combat, um, we also did acting classes. And I never had acted at all. Like I was yeah. not the theatre girl at school. I was the sporty girl. Yeah. So, you know, doing different looks in the mirror and reading lines and all these sort of like, I remember we had a beanbag and we had to do eye contact and like throw beanbags to each other. And I just could not stop laughing. Like, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is not me. But I think the acting classes brought me out of my shell. And even though Angel was never an acting role, okay, people, I know that. I really did value those lessons and that yeah, opportunity absolutely. and then went out and combined fitness and presenting mm-hmm. and I guess, you know, a bit of acting, I don't know, whatever that yeah. was, being a character. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, learned how to be someone else yes. in the moment.
1: That's so funny you touch on that because I actually did a lot of acting when I was young. So yes. Was probably from – Oh, maybe early, uh, mid-primary school. So my Did mum always got us so much so. And what? I always, I've public speaking is something I've never really been scared of. Yeah, like I wow. still absolutely get nervous in front yes. of a crowd. Like, yes. I think that's a natural human instinct. But I always say that I think I got a lot of my confidence yeah. from acting. And, and just being put in those situations that are so – unfamiliar to you yes. and you're in front of people that you don't know and like you say you're acting a character like yeah. you're having to switch into this different mode or this different mindset. It was much it, yeah. it was so much
2: different to you know although I was very confident I was a body pump instructor body combat body balance I taught classes and I was on stage in front of people it was so different. Yes
1: it's a different confidence isn't it? Yeah it, it's not, it really because It's is. not necessarily about your body or your appearance or anything oh it's really about your ability, I yeah, guess, in a way. It yeah. was fun and so, I, I found that confidence. Oh, I love that you And did it was that. just yeah. it was just so
2: interesting, like a reality TV kind totally. of sports show, first role in television. Definitely. Very young, but um yeah, I found my
1: confidence. So I loved Gladiator. Like I'm not going to lie. <laughs> my oh brother my and I is like literally our favourite yeah, show. We used to set up like all the lounge room. Oh, and like hilarious. It to, I feel yeah. like every kid would have done games. that. Yeah, all the games. Yeah. And at the Melbourne show you used to get the big blow-up inflatable things mm. that you can go home and bash yes. each other with. Fabulous. Can loved you it. you talk to me about that experience?
2: Yeah. So I had two passions growing up. One was writing, creative writing. I really loved it and fitness as well and I went to university and I did a Bachelor of Media and Arts Communications and also Diploma of Modern Languages and um, I really wanted to get into international journalism and I did a lot of um, print journalism study and broadcast and I really wanted to write and straight out of uni I got a job at the Herald Sun and I was writing little pieces on youth issues Um, and then I got a little column and then I was doing like court reporting and I was working out the paper and I saw a – my boyfriend at the time challenged me. There was an ad in the paper for a Gladiator audition. He said, I'm fitter than you. I said, well, I don't think so. (laughs) So off we went to the audition for me to prove a point that there's no such thing as girl push-ups and um he got annihilated in like the first round and i went all the way through oh, he goodness. broke up with me like pretty much on the spot couldn't handle it and um and then i became a gladiator and it was so fun because i was training with really elite athletes from professional rugby players to olympians to you know afl footy players incredible iron women and bodybuilders and so it was this intense training situation where I was learning other disciplines and I was I was very small (laughs) 164 centimeters and very light so I couldn't actually see over the gauntlet walls (laughs) and I couldn't even climb up the pyramid like they were like Tiff get up there I'm like I can't even reach the first step (laughs) so they're like okay Angel you're up in the air so, I did all the aerial stuff, which was yeah, okay. great. So, it was a, f- a huge crash course in gymnastics and tackling in the air, which was very dangerous. But because I had combat background in taekwondo I was able to break fall really safely and look after the competitors so even when I was 20 foot up in the sky or 40 feet up I could break fall safely and look after them so we never had injuries um and speed rock climbing and all of that and it was just really weird to go to work and play games and like train all day with cool cats and then go and compete like fun and wear a funny costume and I had some mechanical wings and you know, oh cheesy goodness, lines and so cool. and then mum's like, Well, what about the journalism thing? I said, Oh, I can't go back to yeah. that. That's boring now, Mum. <laughs> mum's like, but I've I've bought you a
0: blazer.
2: <laughs> and I said, Well, stuff it. And I've never worn a blazer. That like, so seriously, I've got your pantsuit no, mum, I'm not going back to journalism. I'm not doing it. I'm going to do this stuff. But you can't be gladiator forever. I said, well, I'll do something else fun. I want to do fitness on TV or fitness in the media. And this is before social media. And mum's like, but there's nothing. Gladiators is over. And what else is there? And then Biggest Loser rang and I was like, see, mum, I'm off again. So moved to Sydney and did, you know, a couple of seasons of that. And then it just, yeah, it was
1: one after the other.
2: Like they Incredible. just literally rang me and said, come on. I was like, That okay. is so
1: crazy because there is so many different facets to your career and to you yeah. really as a person, which I just love. You are an author and you've done your journalism yeah. degree, which you yeah. mentioned, and then The Biggest Loser. Mm. So that experience, working on that show obviously would have been quite different to Gladiator. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, you're really transforming people's lives yes, on that show. Yes, it was show. very
2: positive, How yeah. was
1: that – experience in comparison and what did it mean to you to actually be part of something oh, that was literally you know it was changing people's lives it was and changing people's lives tv show to ever do that
2: it was um you know I joined it and had been on tv nearly a decade and it was such a successful format and I was walking in with you know big household names yeah. like Michelle Bridges and Shannon and Commando and and I was like Oh, I'm Tiff, and oh, well, I'm a nobody. <laughs> I'm from Brunswick, and grew up, yeah, grew up in Essendon, and like you know, do a bit of martial arts, and <laughs> I don't know. Please don't beat me up, Commando. Like he was just so scary, but he was—he's not scary. He's absolutely lovely. I felt like my first day at school, you know, yeah. like I don't fit in, and they're all clicky because they'd work together forever, yeah, and true. I'm like. Oh, oh, can we new be kid friends? On the block. <laughs> but they were lovely. We were friends, and it was great. And so, um, you know, it was so satisfying working with people, not only changing their lives, but they really needed help, and they couldn't yeah. afford to have help, and they had access to the best trainers, nutritionists, psychologists, podiatrists, medics, doctors, everything, twenty four seven, and. I would love it. It was an intense training camp. Many Mm -hmm. athletes go on training camps and it was. And some seasons were shorter than others. Some were very long. But um, I learned so much again in that situation, training with the best trainers in the country. And I really do say that. Mm -hmm. I've worked with a lot of trainers and still Michelle Bridges and Steve Willis and Shannon Ponton are up there as the best trainers in terms of knowing how to work with different bodies, seeing the rise of Instagram trainers, who I would challenge? Have you ever had a client? Yeah, you know they were old school, they mm-hmm. worked with people, they yeah. had done the the decades of teaching classes and you know working with different mindsets, abilities, and you know knowing how to level exercise appropriately yeah. and safely. And I learned so much in yeah, doing okay. that, and it really shaped my um training education, I think in going into starting an online business where you know you're training someone you've never met yeah. online. So all I have is my voice and my videos and the way I communicate the safety cues and things. So I really have to know the level of exercise that is safe and how to offer safe modifications and how to level up the exercise Mm -hmm. if you want to. But here, this is the base. This is where we start, you know. And um, I guess that's thanks to working with so many different abilities on The Biggest Mm -hmm. Loser and having challenging contestants, mindsets, psychology, you know, and their um, physical ailments and injuries and bodies. We had to work through a lot of injuries and a lot of restrictions and a lot of mindsets. So it was just invaluable learning and and I love that my contestants, many of them, have kept the weight off and had families and – they're just killing it. I'm so proud of them. I know.
1: It's so amazing to see. And like just such an incredible show to see Mm. the impact that that has on people's lives. And like you say, so many of them are keeping the weight off and, and, you know, really instilling those values into their their daily life and to their family's life, which is so amazing. And I liked that you touched on the mindset. I think that that's, you know, sometimes something that we really underestimate as well. Like if we are trying to lose weight or we're trying to, you know, get fit and healthy, like your mindset is so important.
2: Absolutely. And the biggest loser, you know, it's television. So there are cliffhangers and there are, you know, you need drama and you need the entertainment, but behind the scenes, the trainers work so hard on the contestants mindset and there were psychologists and there was support and, you know, that doesn't always make it to air, Yes, but I'm very it's proud in looking back yeah. and knowing that we, we all work so hard as a team. Yes. And it wasn't just like, I just look after my contestants, mm-hmm. like all the trainers had care for all of the contestants yeah. and it was really lovely. Yeah. yeah that's so nice to yeah. hear.
1: And so how did you navigate, you know, cause at that stage you're a TV personality, mm-hmm. you're on TV screens all throughout mm-hmm. Australia. Everyone mm-hmm. knows who Tiff Hall is. Mm-hmm to then have the introduction of social media. Yeah, it was so weird. Yeah, how did you find that and how <laughs> did you start building your brand and what you wanted to be known for on a social media platform, which I'm sure probably well, seemed quite irrelevant considering you were… It was irrelevant yeah. and it seemed weird and I remember we were rating, we were rating
2: really well. So yeah. Biggest Loser was rating very well. It was primetime television and my manager sort of emailed me and was like, so like there's this Twitter thing, like maybe we should like get your name Tiffany Hall so no one else does. I'm like, "Oh, okay." Like, yeah, whatever. I don't not going to like send any twitters. I don't know yeah. what that is anyway. <laughs> and so we like logged an Instagram and a Twitter account in like 2013 or 14. I was yeah. late to the party. Didn't even post. And um I I started to get all these emails, you know, when people are following you, and it was really irritating. And it was more irritating because, like, I'm on TV, man. Like, people know where to find me. Like, I'm not gonna. And what? What? I'm gonna take a photo of what I had for like lunch? (laughs) Like, no, it's so boring. This is slick television. You know, it's produced. It's fantastic. It's great. Like, whatever. And then all of a sudden people were like having 300,000 followers and I'm like sitting on zero and I'm like, is this like a thing, guys? And all of a sudden advertising is going more towards Instagram and, you know, I'm having clients come to me for whatever, you know, corporate speaking engagements or, you know, ambassadorships, all of that. And their first question wasn't, hey, what's the show rating? It was how many followers does she have? Well, zero, mate. Like what do you mean? I'm not on this stupid thing, right? So anyway, it took me a long time to start participating because I didn't get into this to be famous. I didn't get into this to have a brand or a platform. I just loved training people and I was very good at what I did. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, okay, well, um, in 2016 I launched my business – And that's when I started Instagramming. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And it's, you know, slowly but surely climbing. But, I mean, I've always been behind the eight ball, but it hasn't been my focus because training people is. Yeah, absolutely. you know, um, people confuse the word brand with reputation and I have – a reputation as someone who knows what they're doing. And yes. I will always value that more mm-hmm. than my Instagram page or, you know, and Definitely. I don't do product placement very often or anything yep. like that on my Instagram. I don't use it to make money at all. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's it's a funny world.
1: It is. It's so crazy. And just when you're talking about your career in TV, I was just thinking, wow, that would have been such a weird transition to have to then go to something that's yeah. on your phone that doesn't in- – you know like like you think back you, to the days of television
2: yes and even the logies for example so you're at the logies no one's got their phones yes. out. yes yeah exactly and like you know behind the scenes mm-hmm. is behind the scenes no one mm-hmm. knew what we were doing yeah, it was exactly. fun it was like whatever now like I have behind behind the scenes. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, when Created I'm when I'm filming scenes. for Center for example, Chris Hemsworth, like we're filming behind the scenes yeah. with professional crews yes. and then we're also filming behind behind the scenes with other cameras. Like there's a unit A and a unit B. Like it's incredible to yeah. think that social media now is as important as the product yep. or the program going out and it's been such an interesting ride seeing how audiences have Developed and changed, but I'm very grateful to social media because without it, I wouldn't have a business. And I'm now able to train people all over the world, which is so awesome. Whereas before, I was sort of sitting at home in Melbourne going, how am I going to train people outside yeah. of my postcode? Like, Definitely. you know, mm-hmm. people would say, I'll travel to train with you, Tiff, but then it was like, oh. Yeah,
1: how far are they actually going to travel? Yeah, and yeah so totally. it, it's been a phenomenal blessing. And I've yeah. built
2: my business on feedback as well. I've yes. built it on a community of people mm-hmm. who give you feedback. Oh, I don't like that exercise. Yeah, okay. Why don't you like it? Oh, because it hurts my knees. And then I think, oh, well, there's probably a better option. And then, you know, I have gone to my community with polls and surveys and, yes. you know, what do you like? What don't you like? The recipes, the food, everything, and mm-hmm. it's it's built the business.
1: Yeah, definitely. Based yep. on them. it keeps them. people engaged yeah. and, you know, wanting more. And and people love when you listen to them, when you're, yes. you know, actually applying their feedback mm-hmm. into your own business. Yeah. So I do really want to talk about TiffXO.com, yes. your yes. online program. Yes. So where did the actual inspiration for that come from? Um,
2: I guess – like people just always wanted to train with Tiff. Yeah. Can we train with Tiff? Can we train with Tiff? And then the XO was all about, well, you know, unless you have that self-acceptance and that self-love and you do it properly and slowly, then it'll last. But if you hate yourself skinny, if you hate yourself, like skinny is a negative word. People are always like, oh, I just want to be skinny. It's mm-hmm. If you hate yourself there, it's not sustainable. So yeah. You really have to do it with the X and the O, the the kiss and the hug. And, yeah, and so that's that. what TIFF so XO nice. was about. It was just yeah. about training with TIFF and giving yourself a break. And it's been really successful for women, yeah. taking the pressure off. And I always say it's not about how – it's not about looking good, it's about feeling good. Yes. So you take the pressure off changing how you look and I want this to be smaller or this to be bigger or whatever you want to change about your physical appearance. Enjoy the training trust the process, trust Mm -hmm. your expert, and you're going to get results and your body is going to change because you're making healthier decisions and choices based on feeling really good about yourself. When you feel bad about yourself, like if you stand on the scales and you get a disappointing number that isn't that number, magic number in your head, then that usually leads to a day of eating badly because Mm -hmm. you're like, well, nothing's working, it's all out the window, it's the all or nothing Mm -hmm. mentality and you think, oh, my God, well, I'm just going to eat whatever I want, I'm not going to do my exercise or workout or training today and nothing works for me. When if you have a positive mindset and you go, oh, like the other day, my jeans didn't do up and I put my jeans on, they didn't do up, couldn't close them for the life (laughs) of me, right, and I'm yelling at my friend, my jeans don't do up and she's like, why are you so happy? I said, because babe, I've been training glutes. Yeah. I've been training my ass off, like yeah. trying to build my booty. And finally my booty's so big it doesn't fit in these jeans. <laughs> and I'm so excited. Like finally I've got a booty on me. Like this has been two years of hard work yeah. and my glutes have finally, yeah, but- you know, blossoming. Great. <laughs> and she's like, ah, oh, if I couldn't fit in my jeans, I'd be like depressed. And I'm like, nope. This is good. It's a mindset thing. Exactly. You know, weight doesn't define Mm -hmm. your body composition or your hard work and determination. So, you know, I just think it's about having that self-love and positivity and that mindset. And it's a cultivated mindset in TFXO that all of the members share in that, you know, give yourself a break, give yourself an X and O Mm -hmm. and focus on feeling good and they get the best results.
1: We'll be right back after
0: this healthy break Hi guys, it's Georgie Stevenson here. You may have heard my voice previously being interviewed on this amazing podcast. I'm a lawyer tent health coach and co-founder of Naked Harvest Supplements. I have a question for you. Do you want to get more out of your workouts but feel like you just don't have the energy? Or maybe you're searching for a natural, clean energy boost but you just can't find the right product that's not filled with all the crap or that upsets your nervous system? Well, here at Naked Harvest, we have created the perfect solution. Our natural pre-workout is specifically formulated to give you that clean, natural energy boost you need without the added nasties or synthetic stimulants contained in most other pre-workouts. Forget that post-workout crash or those jittery feelings. Our pre-workout will leave you feeling energized, happy, and ready to not just take on your workout, but anything else that day. Oh, and did I mention we are completely vegan, gluten free, and refined sugar free? What more could you want? Head to nakedharvestsupplements.com or click the link in the show notes to get your hands on our pre workout and get ready to have the best workout of your life. Also, we are so excited to give the Healthy Hustlers a 15% off discount when you use the code Healthy Hustlers at checkout.
1: It's so important to just be kind to yourself mm. as well. And, you know, especially as females, we have days and weeks where, you know, our cycle's happening. There's you, cycles, like, that ebbs exactly, and flows. And, and, and you kind of, you know, you have those weeks where you just feel sluggish and horrible. Yeah. And so getting down on yourself is you know, just adding to the pile of misery that you're yeah, letting yourself sit in. Exactly. So it's kind of one of those things that you do need to just, you know, have that constant, you know, reassurance of like, it's okay to feel like this. I don't need to be on top of the yeah, world every exactly. single day. Exactly. And, so, and you
2: can wave the white flag and you can, you know, just because it's not a missed day, it doesn't mean that you've quit. It yes. just means it's a reset. Mm -hmm. Like tomorrow's a new day. It's a fresh
1: start. And you know, you have to learn to reset, not quit. Yes. I think. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I really love that you touch on that approach because Mm. I think it's so important. And I hear so many people being like, oh, you know, I want to start a health kick and they go so hard and then they have one day or one weekend where they eat bad or don't Mm. train and they think it's all over. And it's like, no, wake up tomorrow, like get up early. So yeah, Yeah. my husband and I were actually talking about that yesterday because he um, had a bit of a slow day. He, yeah. He has his own business but and he'd just been working so hard. So he had a bit of a slow day yesterday and yeah. didn't move far from the couch. Yeah. And he And um, this morning he's like – oh, last night he said, that's okay though. I'm just going to get up at six o'clock tomorrow. I'm going to yeah. train straight away. I'm going to have him. my like, green juice. And I spoke to him this afternoon he's like, I just feel back to normal. And I'm like, yeah. see? And you allowed yourself to have that day so you feel fresh again. a of a reset. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's just so important. Yeah. So, but you have transformed over fifty thousand yeah, bodies or now. women. Yeah, that is I think incredible. It would be yeah, hundreds of thousands. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, when I saw yeah. that on your website, I was like, oh my goodness! Yeah, like, yeah that's just So That's not taking part yeah the, the rest into that's yeah TFXO and everything. Yeah,
2: like it's just been huge. It's yeah.
1: amazing. Mm. Does that? How does that kind of like resonate with you and make you feel when oh. you hear numbers like that?
2: It's big, but. Really, what resonates are the stories of my members and them coming up to me in the street and they're just so chill. They're like, Hey Tiff. And my husband's like, Oh, did you go to school with her? Because it feels like, you know, you know each other so well. I'm like, no, they're just a member. We just like chat in the community. And it's never like, you know, I'm just one of them, same struggles, and we do it together. And, you know, when I was pregnant, I put on a lot of weight when I was pregnant and You know, I had to lose 30 kilos. Well, I didn't have to, but I felt like, you know, I would be fit and strong Mm -hmm. without that 30 kilos. And um, I did it with my members and we just – We've done it together. We've it's just so keep good. each other on track, yeah. little accountability buddies. And it's just been so fun. And I just think their stories, whether it's um putting their wedding dress on again because it fits after 30 years or, or you know, putting their wedding rings on that they yeah. haven't worn because they've lost weight or yeah. having the confidence to ask for a promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, these are the stories that I just can't believe and getting their kids to eat healthier or, yeah. you know, transforming the way they cook and feed their families. I mean, it's just incredible.
1: Yeah. That's in- amazing. So, you know? so amazing. Mm-hmm. Like to be able to have that impact on yeah. so many lives Yeah, yeah is incredible. Yeah. So congratulations Thank to you. You. Thank you. What do you think is a difference or what makes XO so unique? There's a few things. I think it's such a personal program. I'm
2: in it, in the community every day. I do it. I believe in it. I cook it. I, I move with it. It's not just a mission or a business. It's it's heart and soul. Tiff I has soul. And I guess also the way the workouts are presented, um, I coach you one-on-one, talking you through every element of the workout face-to-face in the video, not voiceover, but face-to-face narrative style. And it's that personal coaching that I think people have resonated with. Like mm-hmm. they have a date with Tiff in the morning. And for women, you know, we are pulled in a lot of different directions. You know, men are wonderful. And even my my husband's fantastic. He's very hands-on dad. But you know he goes away for work, and it it is assumed, oh
1: yeah, mum's there. <laughs> there.
2: But I run a business too. Yeah. But no way can I just go into state and leave the baby with my husband. Like it's yes. just not socially, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know his work will book him trips, and off he goes. Yeah. And women, there is still, I think, very much a perception that the woman is the main caregiver of the the children. If the kids get sick, yes you know, I miss work mm-hmm. and even though Eddie's fantastic, there is just not the option. Yeah. So we are warriors, you mm-hmm. know, you're about, you're managing work and family and social stuff like keeping up your relationships that are very important, nurturing your friendships mm-hmm. and thinking about, oh, my God, you know, little Henry, he's got a birthday coming up, I've got to get him a present. And then you're thinking, oh, my gosh, it's someone's birthday and I've got this coming up. And, you know, women are just incredible how much totally. they can juggle. <laughs> and it's just a reminder that with all of my members, we are in it together, mm-hmm. you know, and that means some days I have a bad day and I go in there and I say, I haven't trained today. I feel really bad. I just feel like, you know, blah. But and they motivate, and two seconds later, I'm putting on my own video. And <laughs> they doing? say, Is it weird that you work out with yourself? I'm like, They're great workouts. Yeah. <laughs> like, I put it on and I'm sweating in two minutes. I love it. And <laughs> it's a mix of martial arts, hit and mm-hmm. hurt training. It's a one stop shop for sculpting and shredding. And you lose weight, you gain muscle, you look amazing. And we've got, you know, yoga workouts, resistance band workouts, you know, cardio hit. Everything plus the martial arts. And you know, the martial arts is great because it's, um, it's about the mindset. You train the mind, yes. you train the body. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I incorporate so much of the boxing because you're, you're thinking of the combo one, two, one, two, three. You're not thinking, oh, this hurts. Oh, what am I having for dinner? Oh, mm-hmm. gosh, how long to go, Tiff? You're actually focusing on the technique yes. and the combos. And when your brain works hard, your nervous system, you know, kicks in, it works harder, your body works harder. So you want to be focused and concentrating. Mm-hmm. So I find the martial arts is a really big point of difference for Tiff XO, and something that I will – always incorporate. Mm-hmm. It's not scary. You don't need any martial arts experience to do Tifexo, but it is just fun. Kicking That's, and punching yeah. is so fun. So Absolutely. it's a huge point of difference. I'd say yeah. It's a personal Definitely. program. It's the coaching um one-on-one of the videos and it's a martial arts twist, yeah. Yeah.
1: Cuz you are one of the highest qualified mm. female martial artists in the yeah. world. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's
1: Crazy, <laughs> yeah, but like you got to see where I came from. Like, I was both say, my that's parents, your family wasn't it? Yeah, like, my, right? my father's yeah.
2: an Olympic coach. Mum was one of the first females to earn her black belt in Australia wow. because back when she was studying taekwondo and martial arts, women weren't allowed to do it. Okay, you weren't allowed, yeah. and if you did do it, you were in a class of all men who wanted to prove basically that it was no place for a woman. So she was very tough and she earned her black belt. And then, you know, my dad's an eighth Dan, which is just so high and incredible. And they run, you know, the biggest martial arts schools in Australia. So I grew up
0: where martial
2: arts was like a religion. It was my family. Mm. It was just going to class. You know, my I was very lucky my parents taught taekwondo as a job, but I would go to work with them and do classes and – you know, be there and be part of the community. And I guess that's where the success of TiffXO has come from. I grew up in a fitness environment where it was all about community Mm -hmm. and it was our local community, like postcodes, but it was the same thing. It was about members and retention and it's just changed. The platform is a bit different. It's Facebook, right? My dad's like, what do you mean you train people (laughs) on the internet? Like, cause he's like, my, we've got this amount of members and they come to class and they find a car park and, and they get dressed and we season. know all their names and we know, you know, how, you know, how's your next door neighbor, Bob? Yeah, great. And he's like, so I don't understand. I'm like, oh, how tedious, like finding a car park, like just train at home people. But, you know, you know, it's incredible totally. that how easy it is now and how yes. grateful and really pe- people tuning in and listening right now, there is no excuse. Like yeah. you can do it in your pyjamas. Like
1: Absolutely. you have no
2: excuse to not give yourself some time yeah. for you. You're mm-hmm. worth it, you know.
1: Absolutely. But I, I like that you touched on community there because it it's so interesting seeing how it has transformed from what your parents would know exactly. It's like mm. knowing all your next-door neighbours, knowing the butcher, yes. knowing all of the, you know, that's your community and what you're used yeah. to. Yeah. To think that we've been able to go and do that in an online sense now Isn't is really quite amazing. And I say things like – I find myself saying things like, oh, yeah, I know her. Yeah. And mum's like, how? On Instagram.
2: She's like, <laughs> were well, you friends? I'm like, yeah, we've chatted on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> and mom's like, well – have you met her no like (laughs) of course not like we don't meet you just like instagram friends like you you dm and you're like hey how are you yeah babe good and then it's like that's it and I just know it makes no sense
1: (laughs) I know it doesn't to them at all but I yeah oh no I'm very (laughs) deep relationships you know with you so you have touched on obviously being a working Mm mum but how do you juggle that so Mm -hmm. full-time mum slash full-time business owner yeah is that Kind of a constant readjustment for oh. you, or do you feel like you have found a bit of balance there? I found a bit of balance now that
2: Arnold's a bit older, but it takes a village to raise a child. But the reality is, not not all of us are blessed with a village. So for me, Tifexo became that village. Mm. You know, it was my mother's group when yeah. I was. I went back to work very early. Like I was on email. Like ten days after giving wow. birth, I was running the business. You know, and I had Arnold, and I was very dedicated to Tifexo, but. but- I didn't have time to go to mother's group. I didn't yes. have time to do stuff like that. So mm. TIFXO became my mother's group, They, you know, all of that. And I have to say, like, I was very lucky. I had a lot of help. I mm-hmm. had a lot of support from my family. Yep. And I remember I would be filming workouts after eight weeks. Um, I got the clearance from the doctor and I started very slow and gently. I employed another trainer to do the more intense stuff yeah, for TIFXO, okay. but I was – postnatal and had to go slow and you know I was a size 16 to size 20 and I'm usually size six to eight so Mm -hmm. I was very different but I just rocked it I was Mm -hmm. like you know what that's it it's not fitness is you don't have to be a size to love fitness and to love what you do and I love movement Mm -hmm. so here we go guys and um, Ed would bring Arnold for breastfeeding like every four hours or I'd be on set and you know I was still breastfeeding So Arnold would come for a visit and we'd have a cuddle and, you know, a little play and breastfeed and then back to filming some videos. And, you know, I made it work around him, just a couple of hours of doing videos. But, you know, the breastfeeding was quite difficult Mm. being back at work and having commitments and a schedule. Um, But um, Arnold and I were a little team and we made it work.
1: Oh, that's Um, so good. But, yeah,
2: I I did have to have support and I'm very honest about that. You can't – you can't say, "Hey, I ran a business and I had a newborn." Like mm-hmm. it's just like no. It, yeah, of course impossible. you had help. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, um, that's really nice hearing that. I mm. need those kind of bits of motivation at the yeah, moment. In, yeah, absolutely. On motherhood, but yes. um, my hat just goes off to working mum or to mums in general. Like yes. just to think how much they juggle and how much they give to mm-hmm. everyone else is just so incredible like yeah. it's it's a superpower role really it really it's, is and yeah. you realize that at the end of the day sometimes I sit down and I think
2: like I didn't have one minute to myself yeah today. like not yeah. one minute and that's where my training does come in as my rock mm-hmm. because I get up really early, like sometimes before five. Yeah, and you I try and before. train before Crazy. Arnold gets up at seven. Yeah, because it's my time. Yeah, and I don't have to, you know, be on email. No one's WhatsApping or texting me about work, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Arnold's safe and snug in bed, and I train at home, and yeah. it's done. Mm-hmm. No one's going to interrupt that time. Totally. Um, So I think it's important to give to yourself. Otherwise you start resenting everything because you feel blah and you're not getting that time. I heard a great podcast and, you know, it was with a neurologist who was saying our brain is not meant to have input all day. You know, and we're on our social media and we're on our phones and input's going in all Mm -hmm. the time. There's no time when we're just alone with our thoughts. So I've started to really – not listen to music not listen to podcasts not be on my phone at all when I'm training just be with my thoughts yeah. and work work through feelings because if you're not with your thoughts and mm-hmm. you're not processing feelings and we've got to keep doing that
1: yeah I think that's such a good tip and that's something I actually it's, simple, right? it's so simple yet we just don't do it like we're so used to being so busy and so consumed with information and conversations and social media that we actually we forget how precious that time is and just being just being really yeah yeah. and it's yeah it's something I started actually incorporating into my walks in the Mm -hmm. morning was a lot of the time I was like no I don't need to listen to a podcast right now or music or be stimulated I just need to actually enjoy this walk and like appreciate Stences. my body for what it's doing yeah and all those mm. feelings it's actually crazy how much it changed my morning and my approach to to yeah. my day because yeah I felt like I'd really given myself mm. that time that it needed to almost like catch up and figure out what I wanted yeah. what I wanted out of the day you know yeah. and and you do you have so much more than to give to everyone yeah. else kind of yeah. around you so. I think it's
2: really important and you know a lot of people go oh but it's easy for you because you're a trainer and that's what you do of but like, no, it's not what I do. I run a business yeah, first. Exactly. Sometimes I'm lucky to get the training in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes all I'm doing is training other people and yes. not getting my own training in. Yep. And so I do like a Pilates strength session once a week mm-hmm. and that's at a studio. And that time, that's one hour and I block it out in my diary so yeah, everyone good. can see it. And it's. It's my appointment, my time, and mm-hmm. no one can mess with that hour. Yep. Like it's on a Tuesday and just deal with it, people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I'm not asking for an hour a day. I'm asking for one hour a week. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's where I'm at. And maybe it'll improve. Arnold's mm-hmm. nearly two. It's quite challenging at the moment. He's very full on. Yep. He's, um, you know, he's his own little person. Mm-hmm. And he deserves mum, but I just can't be yeah. hours absolutely. away from him. Yeah, yeah.
1: So now you have touched on Mm Centre briefly Mm -hmm. but you were handpicked to be a head trainer of Centre, which is Chris Hemsworth's um, new app. Mm. What was like joining that team and Mm. that program, why did you decide that that was the right decision for you? Um,
2: For me there was risk because I had my own business yes, and there was a risk that I would be seen in Centre and my members may migrate towards that. But um, luckily it's managed – you know, I've managed to keep my Australian TIFXO members Mm -hmm. and what I wanted to do was train people globally. I really wanted to get out there and build my profile in the US and in the UK and and train people all over the world and I have um, Europe everywhere and it's been amazing (laughs) and, you know, I don't know how long I'll be on Centre for but um, I also wanted to be a part of a training team like the – the highest level experts in the world and I've always been about, you know, upskilling and learning and, you know, I've seen so many PTs, like you just have to go to a commercial gym and I'll be walking on a treadmill and I'll say – million things wrong that the PTs are doing and they're just stale and they do the same thing every day and it's boring and their clients are bored and they're bored and so I'm a big believer in learning new things and I think it's my ability to work across different disciplines Mm -hmm. from Pilates to bodybuilding to martial arts to boxing to Mm -hmm. everything um, strength conditioning functional training that I can keep things fresh and exciting and I just wanted to learn. Yeah, And it was great. It was just like this huge crash course. I travelled around the world with Arnold, yeah, everywhere, New York and L.A. and London and, you know, Chris was filming Men in Black in London for a bit so we went to London (laughs) and then we were in America and then back to Byron quite often. And, yeah, it's just been exciting and fun, yeah. Yeah, what an experience. Yeah. Seriously, that's amazing. Yeah.
1: I love that you, you continue to get yourself out of your comfort zone yeah. and you are always learning. I think, you know, we can never know enough really. Like education no. is just so important. Exactly. So, you know, oh. even with, you know, such a booming career, I love that you still do that. You still do do make sure. To. And
2: yeah. I do it for my own self as well mm-hmm. because oh, do 20 squats and 20 push-ups and repeat it three times. <laughs> I mean – I'm bored. Boring. <laughs> I'm so bored. And I just love movement and the human body. Yes. It's always exciting me. I'm just like yeah. always, wow, what more can we do? And different sequencing of exercise and you've got to hit, get through those plateaus by, you know, challenging your body and challenging yeah. what it can do. Everyone's human. And even when I've trained Chris, when I've trained Elsa, of course I was nervous, but <laughs> they're human too. And, and, and people just want to have good,
1: solid, fun
2: training sessions, you know,
1: for sure. Mm. It's nice that you said that they're human too, Mm. because it's funny since doing the podcast, so many people say to me, like, how do you interview these people? Isn't it nerve wracking? And I'm like, and I always say that I'm like, they're just a human being as well. Like it's, and as soon as you have that approach, I just think, we're all just humans trying to yeah. have our best crack at life yeah. and do what yeah. we can. So exactly. that's beautiful that you have that approach, even as yeah. someone who's the, one of the biggest celebrities in the world. I always just think people are yeah. always just trying to get through the day and
2: get to dinner and Don't, just like yes. sit down and relax. <laughs> I love so that. it's like just trying to help each other out. Yeah. And I always love the saying that, you know, if you're at work, you always think it's their day at work too. Mm-hmm. So you can't be hating on someone or like, yeah. you know, being difficult because – it's everybody's day at work yes it's a team effort let's get to dinner and just chill Chill. like let's just make it a fun day you know yeah that is so good (laughs) get through the
1: day so how do you personally keep yourself and your family happy and healthy i like to cook we don't eat a lot of fast
2: food or pretty much everything that arnold eats um everything pretty much that he eats (laughs) is cooked yeah. And very we're pretty strict on that. Like yeah, good healthy that. meals. Um mm-hmm. the TIFXO recipes are delicious. We stick to that. Yeah. And then mentally having those days where we're off our phones. I think I mean, although people don't understand it, but my husband, you know, he he's in the media, he works in television and radio and commercial radio as well, but he doesn't have an Instagram account. And I think it sort of saves us a bit, you know, yeah. because I'm able to separate, like, hey, you know, let's be off our phones. Let's have days where Mm -hmm. it's just us and it's nobody's business. And, you know, in a culture where we're all sharing everything, it's kind of very important now to shut it down every now and then, I think. Movement is very important as well. Mm -hmm. So I keep my um, exercise consistent and I'm very – Ed and I have a diary meeting at the beginning of the week. And we work out when he can train, when I can train, when we can do it all. Yeah. And I make sure that Ed gets to gym every day as well for yeah, his um, so good. mindset as well. It's yeah. very important.
1: Yeah, because he has a very demanding career yeah. as well. And so. it's shift
2: work. He's up at four. He's on breakfast radio. Mm. Then at the moment he's doing double shifts. He's doing breakfast and drive radio. Um, oh, my goodness. That's yeah. crazy. And he's doing television and podcasts and he's traveling around the world, yeah. you know, taking meetings and doing other stuff at the moment. So it's So, But. I'm always like, go and train. Yeah. I've got Arnold, go. Mm,
1: that's so good. Do it. So so good. Yeah. Because it is, it's so important for our mm. mental well being. And so. energy levels Definitely. and for
2: him, his our livelihood is built on his jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so if he isn't feeling good or you know if he's lacking energy or if he's not feeling positive those jokes aren't going to flow and so you know for a comedian I think it's very important that you know he stays healthy and energized and upbeat Mm -hmm. and so I take that approach with the nutrition I feed him and how we integrate movement and mindfulness and you know sleep visualizations and all kinds of things that we do as a family. And he has his passions, which he loves his training and he loves like walks and all that sort of stuff. But I play the piano and for me that's my thing. So, you know, we both try and, you know, go do your thing and – you know, supportive of that. That yeah. is so
1: nice. And yeah. I'm glad you're keeping like that because our favourite show is um, Have You Been Paying oh. Attention?
2: <laughs> so we love watching it. Yeah, I'll keep him funny then for you. <laughs> yes, thank you.
1: <laughs> oh, no, that's so beautiful to hear. Yes. And I think it is such a team effort when you're a family, isn't it, to make yeah. sure you're always injecting that play and that nutrition yes. and, you know, all of those elements yeah. because there's so many facets that come into health and to, yes. and to staying happy and healthy. Yeah. So I love that you and love yeah, is yeah, do it big as a team. One. I think
2: I think people can take their lives way too seriously like you got to lighten up and yep. I think um you know you look people taking instagram so seriously and people taking fitness yeah. so seriously it's like Oh, it's just a nap, guys. Absolutely, like everyone needs to relax mm-hmm. and have a sense of humor. And Ed's always been so good at grounding us yes. and having a good sense of humor.
1: Yeah, that's so nice. Yeah, yeah my um, husband hates social media, so and it's de- it's a really nice trigger for me though to mm-hmm. have because, like you were saying, when you have those digital yes. free days, or it is when someone else isn't constantly on their phone. It's yeah. like a bit of a reminder to you of like, yeah. oh yeah, hang on, I don't need to be posting yeah, all no. of that. Like, yeah, exactly. So it is. Yeah, yeah. it's nice because I think we can get very caught up. In it, especially yeah. in today's world of having to share that every single moment yeah. and every bit of food we eat and you know every exactly. cafe we go to, and it gets a yeah. little bit ridiculous. It does. So it's overwhelming. And so, what does happiness look like for you? Um,
2: happiness for me is the health of my family. It really is. Um, as long as Arnold is healthy and happy, and Ed is healthy and happy, and my extended family, my sister, my my mother in law, my parents, you know that's all that matters to me and health for me is encapsulated in physical health of course but also mental emotional Mm -hmm. fitness as well um and so I'm always trying to give to my family and say you okay what can we do you know like just making sure that everyone is balanced I think it's really important yeah
1: oh I love that well that's a beautiful way to finish a beautiful conversation thank you you so much for your time I've loved chatting to you and getting to know you and I I just yeah wish you all the best oh and and you you too oh thank you not far now my goodness oh I'm so excited (laughs) thank you thanks so much to you thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.